Hello, and welcome to the Antioch Fort Worth weekly podcast. At Antioch, our desire is to cultivate a passion for Jesus and his purposes on the earth. To connect with us in community, partner with us through giving, or visit on a Sunday morning, please visit AntiochFortWorth.com. I I really am uh, excited to be here this morning sharing with you, and uh, as I'm, before I get started, I just want to uh, honor some very special guests that Jack and I have with us this morning. Uh, her sister, Debbie, and their, her husband, Ron Cobb, are here. And the reason I even mentioned this this morning is because many of you who are close to us have been contending for her and the illness that she's been walking through for a couple of years, and she's here in the flesh today, guys. And so uh, our hearts are full. So thank you. Thank you for all those that have encouraged us, encouraged her uh, over the years here. Well, uh, man, Jackie and I have been here like 30-something years. I mean, like one day shorter than you guys, I think. <laughs> but we love this place. Uh, it's just our hearts are full. This, these, this is our people. This is our home. This is our family. And uh, we've just had our lives transformed. We have literally grown up here in the Lord uh, at Antioch. And so... Uh, we just, we love it. Love your faces, love your hearts, love who you are. And, uh, <clears throat> and so I'm going to, uh, this morning, I'm going to finish up the series that Jamie started a few weeks ago about following Jesus together. And I feel like God is, uh, I feel like I have an encouraging word that God's been highlighting. Jamie's been talking about some of the words that we've been hearing for the year on 2023. Words like unity and uh, first love and what's the other one that we're, sur- surrender. And uh, today, I feel like God has been highlighting to me the reward, the discipline, and the value of listening to God. Because right now, we are sensing that we're in a season that we want to be taking note of what God is saying to us. And so, as we know, you know, God has been speaking to his people continually since the beginning of time. In fact, he's been speaking before creation, right? It says that he spoke the world into existence, okay? You remember him saying, let there be light and stuff happened. I don't think any of us have ever done that. Just drop some words and boom, there it is. But this is God and he did it through, did it through the speaking. And, uh, but this is in Genesis 1, but there's this heartwarming story in Genesis 3 where God is talking and speaking to Adam and Eve. And it says that they heard God walking in the garden. Now, think about that. If you, I say it's heartwarming. I don't know if it was heartwarming to Adam and Eve because they were scared. But through the Father, the heart of the Father, it's a very heartwarming story because he says to Adam, Adam, where are you? Okay? Now, it's not that he's unaware of where Adam's at. God's looking for a relationship. God's looking for a conversation. And so he's speaking these things to Adam and he's letting Adam know, I'm available. He's also given him the option of turning away if he wants to, because that's how relationship works. And so he's speaking to him to, to let him know that in the way that he's speaking, he's given Adam enough distance and space to respond. And that's what God is offering us today. And so let me give you a little backstory on this. Open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 17. 
We're gonna look at Matthew 17, verse four and five. Now, a couple months ago, I don't remember what it was, several months back, I was just having kind of my time with the Lord in the morning. And I was reading through uh, Matthew, just happened to be in uh, chapter 17. This is the story of the transfiguration. And I get to this little passage here in four and five, and we've all read this many times, I'm sure, but it was just like there were three words that just jumped out at me on the page, and it just kind of silenced me in the minute, in the moment. And so here we go. Matthew 17, four and five. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it's good for us to be here. If you wish, I'll put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. And while he was still speaking, a bright cloud enveloped them. And a voice from the cloud said, this is my son whom I love. I'm well pleased with him. Listen to him. Now, in the moment, I was a little bit convicted because when God highlights something to you and shows something to you, he's trying to get your attention. And so I'm hearing him go, Todd, listen to him. But at the same time, I was also encouraged because I know how hearing God's voice and, and leaning into God, I know how it leads to life. And then I was, I'm pondering this some more. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, all right, Lord, what? Give me some more context. What are you, what are you saying? What's all this about for me? I, I want to understand. I want to get it. I want to respond to what you're saying. And so I just, as I was reading through Matthew, I'd been in 13 a couple days earlier, Matthew chapter 13. This is the gospel of the kingdom. This is, we talk about this around here all the time at Antioch. It's, it's part of our DNA. But I'm in chapter 13 and I remember Jesus in this chapter, he's explaining why he speaks in parables to the disciples. And one of the things he, he says to them is that the secrets of the kingdom, they're not just for anyone. Now, they're for everyone, but they're not just for anyone. Can you hear what I'm saying? And so in saying that, what he's implying is that there's a posture of our heart that's required in order to grasp the ways of the kingdom. And then he says a little bit later, he goes, yeah, and the religious, they're ever hearing, but they're never understanding. And so now I just want to pause here for just a minute because another illustration came to me in that moment. If you're married, got a girlfriend, got a boyfriend, fiance, it's possible that you've had a conversation that goes something like this in your house. Well, honey, you're not listening to me. <laughs> Which you reply, yeah, but I heard everything you said. <laughs> in which they reply, yeah, but you're not listening to me. And so what I want to submit to you this morning, church, is that there might be a little difference between hearing and listening. So let's take a look at some of the definitions. I actually got those for us this morning. The definitions of hearing and listening. So hearing is the act of perceiving and receiving sound waves and vibrations through your ear. Whereas listening is the act of a sound and under, the act of hearing a sound and understanding what you hear. The plot thickens. 
Hearing is one of the five senses that is happening all the time. However, listening requires concentration for your brain to process meaning from words and sentences. Hearing is more physiological, where it occurs on the subconscious level where concentration is not required. But listening is more psychological, occurs on the conscious level where concentration is required. And finally, hearing is a skill where you use your ears only, and it's one of the five senses. Whereas listening uses different senses, including the sense of hearing, seeing, and the sense of touch. Now, maybe that's why God didn't say at the transfiguration, this is my son whom I'm pleased, hear him. But Jesus, now if you're like, yeah, but I don't, know if I, I don't know if I hear God all the time. I'm not sure I'm good at this. Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. That's 100% of this room. Hear, vo- hear his voice. And then remember in the, where Jesus was feeding the 5,000, you remember him telling the disciples, he says, I have food that you don't know about. And he says, my food is to do the will of the one who sent me. And so what I'm saying there, and the main thing I want to say to us today, if you just get one thing, is that the reason, the purpose of listening to God is so that we can do the will of God. You know, I remember growing up in a tradition that really only believed that God spoke through his word. And that's not untrue. It's just, it's broader than that. And I bring that up because I think that what you believe about Jesus and the Holy Spirit can affect what you expect to hear from him. Thankfully, and to God's glory and goodness and grace in my life, I had a radical encounter with Jesus in college. I was not following Jesus in college at all. I still don't know how this woman ended up with me because of that, but (laughs) praise the Lord Jesus. Jackie Flores said yes. We were running together, though, and I had a radical encounter with Jesus, and it just changed everything. I got rocked to the core about who God is, and the reason I got rocked is because the whole time I had missed the relationship piece. I had missed the conversation piece. I had missed the interaction with a friend. It was this God who was far away, and I was just just trying to stay out of his way, which is not, the, is not the gospel of the kingdom. And so in this transformation, I was repenting of sin. I was turning from my old ways, but I was, I was so happy. It was the best news I had ever heard that this God loved me and that he wanted. I was, I was hearing God say things to me. I was, I was sensing him pursuing me. I was sensing him wanting to be be with me. I was sensing him leading me. I was like, this is the greatest ever. I didn't know it could be like this. And so uh, I just discovered that he was this real person, this real person that wanted to have a conversation. It was almost like he was, should we say, a relational God of love. I just thought that up on my own right there. But In all that, I'm just saying, guys, that that 
being in his presence can fill our hearts with more hope, with more life than anything on the earth. It, it, it is the, he is the source of all things. And for me, it just, it didn't take a bunch of these encounters for me to decide this is what I'm doing with the rest of my life. I'm going to run after Jesus all I know how in my work and my marriage and my friend and my fun and my vacations. I'm going after Jesus because he's, he's just, he's the best. He's the greatest. And I know that we all have seasons where we're stressed and we're discouraged and we're dealing with depression, you know, once to slip in and stuff. And you know, the, one of the things I love about it right here is we'll, we can resource you all day long. We will pasture you. We will shepherd you. We will walk with you. We will give you everything that will help you get there. But I just want to say, guys, that at the end of the day, it's just not enough. It's, we've got to get into the presence of God. We've got to find him on our own so that we can walk in as a community together. Okay? But it's just like run after him, pursue him. And it's so good that we get to do it together because, oh, how I need the encouragement of you when I'm down and when I'm struggling. I need somebody to say, you're still in the game. Keep going. Don't give up. It's just no substitute for hearing God say thanks to us. I remember New Year's Day this year, 2023. If you remember, New Year's Day was a Sunday. So I'm up before church, having my little time with God, trying to connect, and I get my journal out. And so my question is, Lord, what do you want to say about 2023? And pretty soon after that, I feel like I hear God say, I'll, I'll be with you. And I was like... Okay, that's kind of generic, but thank you, Lord. Uh, anybody else ever do that? Yeah. Me neither. Uh, but I feel like I hear the Lord say, I'll be with you. And so I'm like, okay, uh, thank you, Lord. What, what, tell, tell me more about that. What, what, what do you want to say about 2023 that you're going to be with me? And I feel like I hear the Lord after that say, I'll always be with you. And I'm like, okay, it's getting closer. <laughs> But it's good, but he keeps talking to me. And then, in the middle of talking to God, in my time with God, fear starts wanting to creep in. And so what, I'm, so what the thought comes to me is that, oh no, he's telling me that he's going to be with me because 2023 is going to be a hard year, cowboy. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Then I'm like, Okay, I'll saddle up and go, let's do this. Like, oh, this is, oh, God, help me. First day of the year, this is what you're doing. <laughs> and then I'm literally sitting in my chair, and I, and I sense someone almost leaning into me, like a head of, 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 of someone leaning into me, and I hear him say, no, like I'm sitting right here. And he was just saying, I'm just here. I'll always be with you. I'm never not with you. And it was like relief <laughs> filled me, hope filled me. I was like super encouraged. And then I looked at my phone and I realized what time it was. I was like, I'm going to be late for church. So I grabbed my books and my phone and my coffee cup and I run out the door of my room and then I stop about two steps outside the door. And I'm like, I just walked out on Jesus. <laughs> and so I literally turn around, walk back to the threshold, and I'm like, uh, Lord, I've got to go get dressed for church. I love you. And I'm like, and I guess I'll see him over there too, so we'll see. 
My point is, guys, it was about the relationship. This is who Jesus is. This is who the Holy Spirit is. He's into this. And you know, some days, some days it takes us weeks and months to unpack what he is trying to show us. And other days, he just wants us to know that he cares. All right, well, let's take a, take a look here at a few keys to listening to God's voice. Number one, spiritual hunger and desire. Now, of course, our calling and our purpose, right? It's to seek first the kingdom of God. Matthew 6, Joel Coulter prayed it for us this morning. And the thing about it is, though, is if we want to have a life of hearing God, then we've got to be devoted to this. This is, what it, this is the call on our life. And, you know, in my younger days, it was, you know, getting rocked by Jesus. It was, it was all about his, his, uh, my passion for him. But as the, as, the, as the journey has gone on, as the days of life has gone on, it's, been, it's become much more about his passion for me. That's, That's what carries the day now. And the good news, you know, is that, guys, it's, hearing God is for everyone. It doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter if you have a title. It doesn't matter what your education is. It doesn't matter what your status is. He speaks to everyone. He loves everyone the same. I remember years ago talking to our spiritual dad, Don Fento, when he would be here. And we talked to Don. We're like, Don, so how do, how do, we, know if we're, how do we know if we're really hearing God? And God would always, Don would always tell us a couple, couple things. He was like, number one, God, God speaks spirit. He speaks spirit, so you've got to discern what he's saying. The other thing that he would encourage us with is that God speaks to you in your own voice. You ever had thoughts floating through your head, and you're like, yeah, that's just me. It might be, but it might be God speaking to you. So my point is, don't always be looking for Morgan Freeman's voice to show up in your head. You know <laughs> I mean, that would be cool, but it, it doesn't happen that way, okay? I just went ahead and, spoiler alert, just so... But there are things that can affect and impact our ability to hear God, okay? Like busyness, uh, overcrowded schedules, uh, sadness, grief that we're going through, anger that comes up from time to time in situations. I remember the great theologian Dallas Willard saying that the greatest problem in all of humanity is the desire to have our own kingdoms. And that's what's happening when I get angry about something and I, it's because I didn't get my way or didn't go the way I thought and it's one of the highest forms of praise that we can give to God is to let go in those moments and go I'm still going to trust you right now I'm not going to fight back I'm not going to go tit for tat right here and this is one of the reasons why we're trying to respond to the, the word about letting go of the oars this year it's about surrendering because just the continual paddling it just it desensitizes from the wind of the spirit and so that's we are we're taking time this year to try to pause and evaluate the the rocks that go into the life of uh, into the jar of life and i really i appreciated jamie even alluding to it last week he was just saying guys it may take us months to get this figured out right now and so but we're going through the process we're just, we're just walking through it right now. Trying to, because we're wanting to respond to what we're sensing God speaking to us. Yeah, you know, and so we're asking questions like, man, is the way that I'm currently doing life, is this helping me be in tune with God right now? Because 
The reality is, if we ever lose our appetite, it's because of one or two things. We're either sick or we're dying. And I just know for me, when the, when the storms start raging in my life, in Jackie and I's life, I just, I can't make it with ankle-deep encounters of God. I've got to have more in those places. And so really, the thing I would say to us about spiritual hunger and desire is that the key to hearing from God for us is to have a yes in our heart before he ever speaks. Number two, prioritizing your time and space. You know, Jackie, have, Jackie and I have our own kind of dedicated spaces in our house where we connect with God. She's got a room, I got a room. It could be a chair in your house or a patio, just whatever. But we have our own spaces. And we honor those spaces with, with each other in the mornings. Uh, but what happens in those spaces? Very different. Because we're different people and we have different preferences. And most mornings, I get to the place. I get to this time with God. But sometimes I don't. And there's a lot of reasons why it hap happens, but I was actually, several months ago, I was talking with God about this. And one of the things that happened to me was during COVID, I began struggling with sleep and came out of nowhere, never, never had this issue before. And I know there's a lot of folks that struggle with sleep issues, but I just, it was like two o'clock in the morning would come and it was just staring at the ceiling like it might as well be noon, like sleep's over, it's done. And it's just a, oh God, please not again. And so when you're not getting enough sleep, well, that's going to be, that's going to affect your time with God in the morning. You're, going, you're not going to be ready to go and on. And so one morning I'm just sitting there, I'm feeling guilty about the inconsistency that I'm connecting with God in this way. And I just, I'm just going, Lord, what, what's going on? Like, what do I need to do? Just, yeah, poor me. You know, it's just, I'm just whining and just going, oh God, but I'm feeling bad, but I don't know if I'm really feeling bad or not. I'm just tired, is really. So, but, I'm, but I'm talking to God about it. I'm like, what, what's going on? Help me out here. And I feel like I hear God say, you're burning the candle at both ends. And so I'm like, hmm, okay, talk to me. What do you mean there? And just in this time, what God ended up showing me was that I had too many early morning meetings before work, stacked on a full day of work, stacked on evening events. I just had too many of those days in the same week. And so I had a choice to do something about it. And so I did. I started just moving things and re, you know, I could have just said, oh, well, I just can't do it. It's just, it's just my life. It's just, you know, I just got too much to do, whatever, whatever. But I was like, this got to change. This got to change. And if God, God spoke a word to me, so I'm going to try to be responsive to it. The result has been I have slept much better. It's, it's not perfect, but I have definitely slept much better during this time. And so thankful for that. And it's like, you know, sometimes, man, we're just so busy doing stuff for God. We're so busy achieving, producing fruit, but it's just, you know, so, we get so busy we can't hear God. We can't hear the whispers. We can't sense his presence around him, around us. But Jesus said, God says, if you'll just delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, <clears throat> God wants 
to bring us to the place. He wants us to come to the place where he can give us what we want. The issue is the wanter. And the wanter has got to be discipled. And what I want to encourage us and remind us is that the wanter, the desires get discipled in the presence of God. This is where it's like when we get into the presence of God, we just start knowing what to do all of a sudden. How is this? It's incredible, but he, he, he may not even speak to us. It's like we just have a sense of like, oh, this, oh, that, or faith is rising in our hearts. And, you know, you may be like, well, Todd, man, I, I try to read, I read the word, and man, I just don't remember it. I'm like, you know, I don't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. But it still does its job and its purpose every time. <laughs> that one's for free. Here's the deal. God's come, all right, so God's going to come back one day and he's going to restore all the problems of the world, okay? But the good news is the restoration of the problems have started right now. And there's this little illustration I came up all on my own with right here. <laughs> this little liminal space, this is where it's happening. This is where it's happening. The problems are getting, I'm just saying that to go, guys, you and I have a role in repairing the ruptures that have occurred between a fallen world and God. We get to be a part of this right now. Let's hear what he has to say. All right, last one, remember and respond. Key to hearing God, to listening to God. <laughs> oh, they're, they're laughing. Well, okay, college, go ahead and thank me now. <laughs> because I knew, Ben, I knew if I put emojis up there, they might even remember the points today. So. So I can heckle these guys because they affectionately call me the Todd Father. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel Gonzalez. <laughs> so remember and respond. The emojis help, praise God. But what I really mean there is write it down and do what he says. That's, it's that simple. Because I can't tell you how many times I've heard God speak to me in the morning about something, and by lunch, I can't even remember if he said anything. And so we write it in your journal, type it on your, your device, because the more we can remember, the better we can obey. After all, he is the word of God. So it's, gonna, it's like it's going to be hard for him to not have something to say. And listening to God, it's, it gives us wisdom for, for complex situations. It gives us faith to take next steps. It gives us peace to overcome our fears. It gives us courage to endure the storms. Now, speaking of responding, back in the last quarter of 2022, the elders kind of relaunched a kind of a life group uh, that we had previously lost during COVID. And it's just a time where we get together, break bread, we pray for each other, we, but we listen to God to, for, with one another. We listen to God for ourselves. We listen to God for you. We listen to God for the church. And one of the primary reasons, there was several reasons we did this, but one of the big reasons we did this is because we were realizing we needed more time listening to each other and listening to God together. And it was like 
Just this simple act of us slowing down, making, making some space for us to listen to one another and to listen to God is one of the most fruitful, one of the most effective things we did in 2022. And it's still going today. We had a great, another meeting this week, another great connect with the Lord. And we're doing that because we believe that he's the goal of life, that he, he is literally is our answer. And so I just want to encourage you, to, all I'm trying to say today, guys, is that we, you and I are both designed to hear the Lord. You know, the one that, the one that spoke the world into, into existence, he is still speaking today. And he still is talking to you and me. So what is the Lord saying to you this morning? What's he saying to you about your family? What's he saying to you about your kids? What's he saying about your career? What's he saying to you about life on campus? What's he saying to you about your dreams? The things that you're concerned about? What's he saying to you prophetically right now? You know, one word from heaven can, can change it all. It gives us the hope that we need. And it's just like, as I said earlier, the more we seek him, it's the more we just kind of know what to do. And it's, it's not about intelligence. It's about discernment. And we don't, we don't discover God through analysis we discover him through surrender won't you be standing with me this morning let me get the ministry team and the worship team to come on This is your purpose. This is, my, this is my purpose. This is our purpose. <clears throat> the problem is, is that when we're, we're not really listening to God, we often end up having a God that looks an awful lot like ourself. And so, <clears throat> how do we respond this morning? Well, what's got your attention? What, what do you really want right now? I think God's speaking today. I think he's been speaking. I think he's speaking words of hope to you. In Romans 12, it says, offer yourselves as living sacrifices, and then you'll know what the will of God is for your life. And so today's really just a, a fresh opportunity for us to surrender our hearts again to the King. And so whether you're sensing God calling you to give your life to Jesus for the first time today. I just want to tell you, you're hearing God. And if that's what you're sensing, I want to encourage you, don't even wait till I'm done talking. Just, just come on. We, we're here for this today, okay? Or whether you're just sensing God stirring you about a fresh surrender this morning, about just prioritizing Him in a, in a new way today. You've done it before. Maybe it's an opportunity to do it again. Or whether you're, maybe you're ready to respond to something he's already been talking to you about. Because even as we go into world mandate this week, 
Man, we want to be those that are listening and trusting Jesus so that we can be all in. And so, what it, really, whatever you need, if it's healing, if it's hope, if it's encouragement, we'd love to pray for you this morning. We just want to be the people that are seeking Him with all of our hearts today.